Lindell TV. Lindell TV is pleased to present the Sentinel Report with your host, Alex Newman. Alex has written for a wide array of publications in the United States and abroad. He currently serves as a contributor to Epoch Times and foreign correspondent and senior editor for the New American Magazine. Alex is the author of several books and has been a guest on countless radio and television programs and is a much sought after conference speaker. Alex is best known for his reporting and research that has exposed the dangers and agenda of globalism. As the father of five children, Alex is working to defend faith, family, and freedoms from the hostile philosophies and ideas that are contrary to the Bible and the United States Constitution. And now, here is your host, Alex Newman. Welcome, everybody, to the Sentinel Report. I am your host, Alex Newman. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We are obviously coming live to you again from Camp Constitution, which is where all the fun is being had right now. We're literally on a mountain in New Hampshire, beautiful New Hampshire, and uh, just a a wonderful, wonderful experience. We've got some phenomenal guests lined up for you today. They're actually here with me in person, two of the great speakers from Camp Constitution. We've got Dr. Willie Soon, the world's greatest astrophysicist, and then we have Pastor David Whitney, a true man of God and a great American uh, with the Institute on the Constitution. He is just so knowledgeable on so many things. Uh, Before we get there, we'll start like we do every day with a word from God's Word. This comes out of Matthew chapter 8, verse 26. And he saith unto them, Why are ye fearful, O ye of little faith? Then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. And, uh, you know, there's, there's so much in just that one little verse. But my big takeaway for today is that God is in charge of the wind and the water and the rain and the weather and the climate. And paying more taxes to the United Nations is not going to change the temperature of the planet. So that's my rant for today. Uh, before we get to our first guest, Dr. Willie Soon. I want to share with you a company that uh, I just love. It's called Virtual Shield. And so millions of Americans' personal data is being exposed in a global cyber attack. Both the United States government and its citizens are being hit with a massive global attack that's reportedly exploiting a vulnerability in a widely used software. It's believed that Chinese or Russian-affiliated hackers are behind the attacks in an espionage attempt. What's worse is that hundreds of organizations around the world have also been hit by this same cyber attack. That's why I highly recommend Virtual Shield 1. Virtual Shield 1 helps securely protect your data from cyber attacks like this one and many others, including data leaks. Uh, Everyone should use this protection suite because it allows you to browse the web with confidence and protect your online identity, which is more important now than ever. And this comprehensive solution includes Virtual Shield's VPN, identity protection, social security protection, dark web monitoring, malware and ad blocking, fast speeds, the ability to help remove your name from the internet, and anonymity for all around security and privacy. You can sign up at Virtual Shield One using my link down below in the description. Uh, if you're watching us on Frank's speech, if you're in the archives, or if you're watching us later on Rumble, uh, if you're not, go to virtualshield.com forward slash Alex. That's virtualshield.com forward slash Alex. 
Again, you can sign up for Virtual Shield One using that link down below, or uh, you can use just what I told you, virtualshield.com forward slash Alex for great deals. You get a 60-day risk-free trial of Virtual Shield One, and that comes with unlimited access to Virtual Shield's VPN across all your devices, malware and ad blocking, identity protection, a million big ones in insurance, 24-7 customer support, and so much more. Again, that's at virtualshield.com forward slash Alex or you can click on the link down in the description if you're watching us on Frank Speech Archives or Rumble or maybe even YouTube. We'll see if we put this up on YouTube. If you're watching us on one of the other platforms or listening to us on the radio or podcast, you heard it, virtualshield.com forward slash Alex. All right, folks, our first guest today is the one and only Dr. Willie Soon. Uh, he's been a guest here before. He is just a great, great American, and uh, I, I truly believe one of the top astrophysicists in the world, if not the best of the best. Uh, Willie, you gave a wonderful talk last night and today about what is going on with the climate debate, and there, there's so many things we could break down, but by way of introduction, I, I first want to talk about your, your most recent paper. Uh, I, I wrote about it. I wrote a, a big article about it in the Epic Times, and um, you, you kind of showed that using the government's own data all of the observed warming could be explained away by the sun. Uh, break that down for us. What does that mean? Because they're telling us that our CO2 emissions are causing this warming, and they're almost certain. And yet you and, and some other scientists who worked on this showed that there are perfectly reasonable other explanations. Right. Uh, yes. This is an effort of an international group of scientists. So we have really very strong team of uh, superior professors everywhere of earth sciences and uh, astrophysics and everywhere across the, the globe. And we published a paper that really says a lot in the sense that we found out that the temperature curve that the IPCC is showing everyone is basically not a temperature curve in some sense because it's contaminated by urban warming effects and all this well-known problem that should have been resolved by IPCC, put it this way, because they've stolen so much money. And we actually, as a team of scientists, we only care for truth and nothing but the truth. So we started to ask the basic question, how good are all these thermometer data that they are showing you? We essentially show you that if you take the thermometer data all over the world, and you actually not exclude, you, which means you include the urban data, the urban cities uh, thermometer, you will have a nice global warming, okay? But how do you interpret that? That's the whole problem. Then if we subtract, take out all the urban station, guess what? The temperature beginning to look like more cyclical approach, which means temperature oscillate, warm and cool, warm and cool, every 50 to 60 years or so. Willie, uh, let's stop here real quick, because I, I think a lot of people aren't familiar with this concept of the urban heat island effect. Um, actually, the head of the UN IPCC yes. Working Group, one, the chairman of that, uh, actually cited your paper on this, even though the UN likes to pretend like they don't know much about your work. But uh, explain to the folks out there, why would uh, building a city around a, a temperature station cause that temperature station to register higher temperatures than it would have if it just stayed a field? Right. I mean, it's clearly because if you build a, a thermometer and then before, let's say, in the early days, let's say 1850s, you know, like 19th century, there were no trees, no no building structure around there. I mean, but over time, structure beginning to build up. You have, you know, trees, you have urban concrete land and surfaces, you know, like roads started to build around the areas. These are all well-known phenomena. We have shown that conclusively in all the big cities across the globe. I mean, Paris, Tokyo, Singapore, anywhere you want, Washington, D.C., I mean, New York City, I mean, 
all of it, Los Angeles, I mean, you can see all this effect and documented. And scientists know how to quantify this effect. In fact, the first phenomenon was identified as 1820 by Luke Howard in London. London in 1820, we already realized that. So 200 years ago, we Yeah, 200 <laughs> years ago that, you know, London, the central, central part of it is actually at least five degrees warmer than they are. Just, you know, like miles a bit away from the center is demonstrated. That's wow. why Luke Howard has already won it. Apparently, IPCC is 200 years behind the science. That's, <laughs> that's like tragic and disproportionate. But the point is that they want to stick to the narrative, right? They don't want to study what is the truth. So as a scientist, as a servant of God, I actually wanted to know the truth, nothing but the whole truth. So we show indeed that we can explain what the IPCC is doing. That's very important in science because we can replicate anything and everything they say. Mm. Then we propose this alternative. We take out the urban cities uh, uh, thermometers and then use only the, the most rural station we can find. And we show that we can actually show that the solar activities and solar irradiant changes fit almost all of it. There's no room for anything else. And it makes sense in a very simple way because you know why? <laughs> Sun and Earth, I mean, there's no other stars. 99.9% .9 of all the energy input to the, solar, to the Earth system, it's all given by the Sun. So even Sun changes over time with tiny amount. By the way, it changes by only 0.3%. That's more than sufficient to explain all the 150 years of changes of temperature. For sure, yeah. we we actually and are very confident on the result. Your, yeah. Yes, we publish in a very prestigious journal, and by now, yesterday I checked, it's about fifty thousand download. That's so rare mm. for a scientific paper. If you get a thousand download, you consider very high up there. <laughs> and we're talking about fifty thousand. You know why? Because most of the scientists are curious. They may have their grant tied down by NASA, NOAA, and all that, so they have to keep quiet a little bit. <laughs> but they know they also wanted to know the truth. It's kind of boring to tell lies every single day. I mean, it's kind of boring in some sense. Oh, that's why wow. I pity the IPCC, but they're very dishonest in that sense. But I think more people need to hear about this. We are, we are not completely dead, of course, so we continue. We'll speak out. We come to the camp. Last week, I spoke to some of my colleagues in Tucson at the Doctor for Disaster Preparedness. So we have all kinds of outlet, hopefully, with we all TV shows, we can actually tell more people. And uh, there are plenty more works to demonstrate why all this ideology and narrative of, our, of, of IPCC is just insole, you know, it's just terrible. It's one of those problems that I think is becoming very problematic. There is a very well-known saying that I like very much in the sense that I would prefer to work on questions that cannot be answered then actually answer that cannot be questioned. That's a very <laughs> famous thing because that's what IPCC is now. People like me is being targeted because you know why? He just simply think that the sun is more important than carbon dioxide. I mean, <laughs> that is already unsustainable. That's why they call for me to be arrested, by the way, in Congress and all this stuff, where John Kerry was easily go shake hand. I show in my slide, one of my slides is basically uh, Maduro of Venezuela went to one of those COP meetings and then Kerry was just more than happy to shake his hand. And then immediately I put up the FBI move, wanted $15 million. So I encourage all the bounty hunter to hang around where, where Maduro might show up or around a COP meeting <laughs> and kind of arrest him, you know, hey, $15, $15 million, that's a lot of money to catch this guy. Nice. I mean, he, he just handed it right there. He's at the hotel, go ahead, arrest him. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah. Anyway, that's one of my ideas to try to for you guys to make some money. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, it is really interesting with John Kerry. I actually ran into him in November at the UN COP27 in right. Egypt, and I tried to ask him some questions, but he's got like multiple face masks on. He's he did not want to talk, obviously, because oh, okay. I had real questions for him. But uh, he was over there, and he was saying uh, basically that, that the United States government is sorry for all the CO2 emissions oh, we yeah. put out. He basically pled guilty for Americans, saying that all the problems in the world now with hurricanes, typhoons, uh, warming, fires, droughts, floods, all of it is because Americans emitted so much CO2. So now we have the Biden administration waging war on our energy, on our cars, on our agricultural systems. Uh, and yet you say that's not necessary, Willie. In fact, today you were talking about uh, how there was a little ice age and, you know, we're warmed yes. up, of course, after a little ice age. But talk for, for a moment about you know, what would be the effect of shutting down all this energy, all this production? Would it have any effect at all on temperatures, climate? Would it do anything? I, I love in the sense that because I guess most of the reader, I want to remind one very simple fact. OK, we've been emitting carbon dioxide. There's no doubt you know, with from industrial activity, but since 2005, because of the efficiency and the, what you call the use of more use of natural gas rather than coal, we actually, our emission output has been decreasing for close to 18% until today, basically, 20% now, you know, and guess what happened to the weather? Weather is what it is. <laughs> Nothing changed. I mean, maybe I'll go get a little more suntan, who knows what? <laughs> All I know is that it didn't change a, a thing. Mm. I mean, taxing the ad, Clearly not going to do it. I'm, no. I really humbly apologize. And I'd like them to come and debate us, challenge yeah. us on the science. Because you know what? Ultimately, the truth shall be spoken, shall be determine the outcome of any policy they wish to impose on us. So in some sense, I would say I'll resist to the end because they ain't got nothing. Yeah. This is something that's just unsustainable. This is very damaging in the sense that they're limiting excess of energy and cheap and affordable, affordable energy. I mean, to even the poorest of the American, you know, they yeah. don't even talk about Africa, right? Only I the mean, communist it, Chinese can have yeah, lots of coal. Yeah, 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 yeah of course, <laughs> because they didn't have to sign on to anything. They're claiming themselves as a victim. By the yeah. way, the Chinese are essentially shooting up the carbon dioxide emission yeah. three, two, three hundred percent, actually, since 2005. So 18 years period, they were shooting out and we are going down by 20 yeah. percent. And then what else they want to do? They want to ask us to pay them yeah. to Produce solar panel, say that they are using <laughs> solar panels, so therefore we should pay them. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is really strangers of a logic. This is not even any logic. It's just crazy stuff. And I don't think that the taxpayer, the U.S. taxpayer, should start to revolt. I refuse to pay for this thing. This is something that should not ever, ever be done because not that we have all the spare change to really give it to China in some sense. It's terrible. It's, it's terrible injustice in that, that sense. It's totally unethical. That's the whole bottom line. Yeah. And it's anti-science, anti-God, anti-human. I don't know what else I can say. If I can have more anti, I really think that this, <laughs> this whole thing will blow up the whole program. You know, you will see it in a smoke and I will disappear. So probably that's the end of my interview. Thank mm -hmm. you. Well, I appreciate it so much. But I heard a great joke. Uh, you know, why why don't the communist Chinese have to fight global warming? And the answer is, well, because they already have communism. Yeah. <laughs> There's no need good to point, fight. Good right. point. Very good point. So, uh, Willie, uh, before we let you go, uh, you have a new organization. It's called Ceres, uh, and you can find it at c e r e s uh, dash, dash science dot com. Uh, real quick, tell the folks what they will find when they go there. Yes, you will get access to the best. Stand up to date science and contact us. You know, if you can donate, you donate whatever you need. 
and you need anything, especially in the PowerPoint. We also have, you know, even uh, videos to try to explain some of the complex science that we publish in scientific papers. One example is my kid from high school. My my son from high school just make a nice video for us. I didn't force him. He make a very nice video explaining why the IPCC climate model is wrong in terms of snow cover, because we show them. I mean, we show, we publish in a scientific paper, but the kid somehow has a, his way of explaining things, so we let him run with it. And these are all nice video. You can get video. You can get ask us anything, which means you get the best science. Please come over here and share. By the way, tell more people because. I think ultimately our only one path forward is to spread the truth, nothing but the whole truth. And I really believe that to the best of my ability, you will find everything in series-sign.com. Amen. Hey, really appreciate it, Willie. Thank you so much. Folks, Thank stay with you, us. Alex. We're going to be right back with Pastor David Whitney. You're watching Lindell TV. Are you concerned about your child's education? Are you considering removing your children from the failing public schools? Greater Than I Ministries can help by giving you 15% off our Thinking Like a Christian Biblical Worldview video series and a free Home Educator's Kit as a bonus for your purchase. This powerful video series will thoroughly equip you and your family with the truth that you need to fight the battle of ideas warring against our families. And our free Home Educator's Kit will instantly connect you with the resources you need to take control of your child's education. Just go to gtimin.com and click the Buy Now button at the top. Choose the DVD or the streaming version. Then enter the promo code NEWMAN at the checkout for your 15% discount. That's gtimin.com. Click the Buy Now button at the top. Choose the format you wish and enter the promo code NEWMAN at the checkout to receive our free Home Educator's Kit and 15% off our Thinking Like a Christian Worldview video series. You'll be glad you did. Here's the news, Dad. Is it, son? Is it? What about this one, Dad? Nope. It's hard to tell what's real and what's fake these days. There's just too much baloney out there. At The New American, they cut through the baloney and give me the truth. Visit thenewamerican.com today. Use the promo code NEWMAN to get $10 off the price of a print subscription. Today's episode is brought to you by Freedom Project Academy. Looking for a K-12 classical online school built on Judeo-Christian values? FPA is enrolling now for the fall. Request your free information packet at freedomforschool.com. Don't forget to select Alex Newman under the How Did You Hear About Us section when you enroll. Again, that's freedomforschool.com. You're still looking good. I'm still feeling good. You know, I've got all your MyPillow products. Mattress topper, bed sheets, MyPillows, towels, slippers, blankets, sleepwear. Dog whoa, bed. whoa, Charles. Everyone now can get MyPillow products at huge discounts at MyPillow.com. That's right. Now's the time to go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to take advantage of our three-in-one sale. We're bringing you exciting new products, overstock specials, and closeout deals you won't find anywhere else. For example, when you buy one of our brand new MyPillow 2.0s, you get another one absolutely free. And with our overstock sale, you save 50% on our luxurious Giza Dream bed sheets. That's as low as $29.99 for the best sheets ever. And with our biggest closeout special, you get our all-season slippers for only $35. 
or our sandals and slides for just $25. Quantities are limited, and once they're gone, they're gone. With us, our guest now for the second segment is Pastor David Whitney. He is a senior instructor at the Institute on the Constitution. Uh, he's got an incredible biography. He's been a pastor for more than 40 years right now. He pastors uh, Cornerstone Evangelical Free Church in Bowie, Maryland. Uh, he's been for over two decades teaching the Christian heritage and history of our country. Uh, he is the author on numerous courses, uh, as well as a radio show host. He's got a couple radio programs that he does. Uh, he does classes on the Constitution, the duty of the jury, history of America's founding, the sheriff and the citizen. Uh, he's got, uh, he graduated from Rutgers University with a Henry Rutgers Honors Scholar, and uh, he also got an honors in history. And then he got his master's degree from Denver Seminary. Uh, Pastor, welcome to the program. Thank you so Thank much for you, having Alex. us. Thank you, Alex. It's a privilege to be on. It's a, it's a pleasure to have you here. Thank you so much. And so uh, the first story I want to talk to you about— uh, this quote-unquote Presbyterian priestess or pastoress or whatever. Um, truly incredible. Uh, Reagan, if you could throw that picture of this lady up there on the screen. Um, she, she basically uh, aborted two of her children uh, and, and said she felt no guilt and no shame. Uh, there, there you see her with a Planned Parenthood. Uh, we, we have a Planned Parenthood sign behind us. Fight racism, defund Planned Parenthood. But uh, So this lady, she says, abortion is a moral good. Abortion is an act of love. Abortion is an act of grace. Um, yeah. I, what, what do you make of this, Pastor? Wow. This is not a Christian. I mean, this is clearly not a Christian. Look at her own words. Let me quote. She says, I had two abortions and now I have two children. Those decisions to have two children are far more morally important decisions than the decisions not to continue pregnancies. I made those decisions. My husband and I made those decisions, both of them together. I think those decisions are private, personal for everyone, and nobody should have to have, share those personal experiences. I talk about how absolutely we were informed by my faith, oh, just like all of the moral decisions in my life, we were informed by faith. I'm wondering faith in what mm. and faith in whom? She obviously is not worshiping the God of the Bible. She does not understand the Ten Commandments says, thou shalt not murder. Clearly, she believes murder is a good. In fact, she talks about, she goes on here in this interview that was uh, back in 2021 to talk about how her faith informed uh, her decision to murder her two children, and she's grateful for it. She's yeah. thankful that she's murdered those two children. And somehow, in her perverted thinking, she connects the birth of her current two children that are alive with those two children she murdered. And she actually says, I couldn't have had these two children unless I murdered those two children. Of course, I'm paraphrasing. She yep. doesn't use the word murder. Yep. But that's her thinking. It's so irrational. I just can't even get my mind around it. It's so but monstrous. she illustrates what we have parading as Christianity in America. Now, this is the P uh, PCUSA. The Presbyterian liberal, yeah. Church USA, right. yeah, which so, is the very radical yes. left wing. And so the fact that they have a female pastor, obviously that's against Scripture. Scripture said there is no none but elders uh, that are male elders and male pastors. There's no such thing as a female pastor. So the fact that she's in that position. But also, uh, you know, her entire thinking, her moral reasoning is so bent and so distorted, you wonder how in the world she even identifies as a Christian. Yeah, she does. And obviously there's people who uh, follow her and, and people who believe that she is representing Jesus Christ. It's like not the Jesus of the Bible. No, she's made an idol. I mean, clearly this yeah. is not the, the real Christ. Um, I got another quote from her about her abortion. She says, um, I felt God's presence with me as I made the decision to end two pregnancies. And I felt no guilt, no shame, no sin. Um, that's what she told the church on July 9th. Uh, she said a forced pregnancy or birth is not 
holy. But apparently killing your children killing is holy. Your ch- and, and the fact that she says her God was with her, I think it's significant. Yeah. Because Satan is the one who That's loves right. to kill, to steal, and destroy. And so, yes, her God, her God probably was, was with her. her. Yep. <laughs> and, and, you know, the scripture says it, it, it repeatedly describes Satan as the God of this world. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, First uh, John chapter 5, I think it's verse 19, says the whole world lies in the power of the evil one. And so she's probably telling the truth. Her yeah, God was with right, her, her as God. she <laughs> killed these babies with no sin, no shame. Yeah. Uh, it's just horrific. Um, uh, switching gears a little bit, Pastor, uh, before the show, you and I were talking a little bit about what's happening in France. Yeah. I just got back from Europe, so I, I reported some of what was happening over there while I was there. But um, you had a really interesting take on it. So right now we know the the Islamic... Um, communities mm-hmm. all across France mm-hmm. are, are just exploding. They're right. you know burning down buildings, uh, hitting cops with fireworks right. and stuff. Um, and and it's interesting because we were talking about the French Revolution before, right? They wanted to expel God, mm-hmm. and yet God or Allah is back. Yes, um, full force. To, yeah, talk about that. And if you go back in history, of course, it was Charles Martel that stopped the Muslim invasion. They had conquered the Iberian Peninsula, Spain, and they advanced beyond the Pyrenees Mountains all the way up to the Battle of Tours. And so there was a successful defeat of the Muslims and the pushback over the Pyrenees. And so it wasn't until 1492 that. Obviously, the Moors were defeated in the Spanish Peninsula. But uh, what we see today is really a second revolution. We see the first French Revolution, like you say, they threw the true God, they threw the biblical God out, and they began to worship uh, some atheistic thing. I think you said in your speech today, they put a prostitute in Notre Dame and they worshiped her as the goddess of reason. And, yep. and so they rejected Christianity. And instead of uh, them maintaining that, there's now a second revolution. And this revolution, is undoing what Charles Martel accomplished. In other words, the victory he had over the Muslims who were seeking to invade and conquer all of Europe, France is, appears to me has now fallen. Yeah. France has and fallen they surrendered the voluntarily. Yes. They, they, they invited and They, they them. welcomed them in. Yes. It's, it's truly incredible. And, and the same so, thing is happening across. I mean, it's all over yes. the UK. It's Belgium. It's the Netherlands. Did you see any Sweden. of that in, in Sweden? Oh, it's Europe. everywhere. It's yeah. absolutely everywhere. They, they've invited about a million immigrants into a country of now about 10 million people. They're, Muslims outnumber Christians by unbelievable proportions. Right? And that should be a warning to us in our country that yep. our current administration is welcoming millions across the border unvetted, and obviously some of those coming from terrorist countries who have been trained in this mentality, the mentality of of Muhammad, that if you do not submit to Muhammad, that is, and to his teaching, they should kill you. That is their theology. And and, and, and not all of them necessarily follow that, right. but that's what, the, the, what is the written in the book. Mu- the good Muslims follow it. Yeah. <laughs> the bad Muslims don't go around killing uh, those who are not believers yet. And, and so what is the, what, what's the proper response here, Pastor? I, I suppose you're a, a Christian and you're a Frenchman. And you're seeing this. I mean, uh, what do you do? Wow. I think in the situation of France, my attitude would be that it's conquered. It's finished. over. And it's time to leave. Yeah. And I think what Jesus said, if they persecute you in one city, you know, go Go to to another city. So I think what what it looks like in France. And by the way, the, the, the Mohammedans have a system by which they invade a country and they do civilization jihad. Mm. That is, they try to soften up the target without getting violent. But then when they reach about 15% of the population, they figure they're large enough to kill enough people and bully enough people that they can get everybody in the country to submit to Islam. And I think France is at that point. I think they've wow. made the decision. They've reached that point where they can switch from uh, jihad, civilization jihad, to active battle jihad. And that's what we see taking place in the streets of France. And obviously, the French government doesn't want us to really know all that's happening. And so kind of they've 
shut down the internet and so the the news of what's actually happening on the street we're not getting updates but what we saw very clearly is the trigger was launched with the killing of that one well he was a criminal mm. but the killing of that one criminal and the message went out to all the muslims now's the time for active jihad and this is part of their you need to understand this is part of their history this is part of their leader muhammad what did he do he killed the citizens who would not ultimately submit to uh, his theology. The Jews that welcomed him into the city of Medina, he ultimately killed them all. Yeah. So the, the, when, when we follow Jesus Christ, we want to be like Jesus Christ. The things that he did, we are supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. Well, the followers of Muhammad, they do what their, uh, their leader did. Yeah. which is to kill and uh, you know nine-year-old nine child brides and multiple wives and all the things that Muhammad did is what we can expect those who come into our country that are Mohammedans. So we need to evangelize them, we need of to reach course. them for Christ, yeah. but we need to also have a policy whereby we don't let those who would destroy our Christian civilization across the border, yeah. that we keep them out because otherwise what's the point of having a country? If you don't have a border, you really don't have a country. Yeah, it's it's really an amazing situation. And, you know, I was in Egypt some months ago for the UN summit and, and all over, you see, Egypt was once a Christian nation. Yes. And uh, the Islamic armies came through and they, they killed or converted uh, most of the population. They, mm -hmm. they allowed some Christians to remain. For some reason, Mohammed actually ordered them not to destroy uh, a monastery at the foot of what they said was Mount Sinai. Mm -hmm. uh, but other than that, I mean, you, it, it just it was it was carnage yeah, uh, across yeah. the rest of North Africa, too. Uh, and maybe now Europe soon. In fact, uh, one of the I think it was the Turkish president's daughter recently uh, celebrated that the Islam would conquer mm. Europe uh, mm. very soon. And uh, it's going to look very different uh, under Islamic rule than it did under Christian rule and then, you know, atheistic, yeah. godless progressivism. So a uh, big change is coming for Europe. Uh, Pastor, we're just about out of time. Uh, you work with the Institute yes. on the Constitution. Uh, tell the folks how they can learn more about that. I encourage them to go to our website, The American View, all one word, theamericanview.com. Uh, we have a free course there on the U.S. Constitution where we teach the biblical foundations of law and government. We teach what our founders believe, something that's not taught in any of the schools across America today. And uh, we, you can follow my work there. You can also check out our church website where sermons that talk about these issues. Uh, that's cefcmd.org, Cornerstone Evangelical Free Church, MD for Maryland, cefcmd.org. Fantastic. Pastor David Whitney, thank you so much. Thank you. Folks, uh, we are again at Camp Constitution. You can find more at campconstitution.net. Fight racism, defund Planned Parenthood. Uh, we'll be bringing you more live interviews with some of the great speakers here at the camp uh, as we move forward through the week. Thanks again for watching. I am Alex Newman, host of The Sentinel Report. Till next time, God bless you all. You're watching Lindell TV. <laughs>